Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This is Rebel Guru Radio, episode 39. This is Rebel Guru Radio with best-selling spiritual author Eric Pepin. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash higher balance. Designed by the Rebel Guru himself, Eric Pepin, Magnetic Pill was made to enhance results with all higher balance training. Accelerate sensory development, achieve deeper meditations, better overall focus, and so much more. Go to magneticpill.com forward slash rebel for $10 off every month or get a three-month supply with our buy two, get one free special. In this episode, Eric continues his discussion on the future of technology and virtual realities. Can you imagine a technology that can tap your brain and allow you to experience your own self-generated realities? Eric believes it's coming, and it will be those with a trained mind that will be able to navigate these virtual realities and the different levels within them. Explore the importance of conquering your fears and overcoming the factors holding you back. Encourage yourself to move forward and follow your instincts. Enjoy. The whole purpose to developing or learn this kind of knowledge is that you are utilizing it to expand, explore, evolve yourself, but it's, it's really escape. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that is the whole goal of all of this. Everything you learn between now and if you get to that point, which we call liberation, enlightenment, call it whatever you want. Okay. Is all excellent because you are still evolving and it gives you advantages over other people in, in society or the mechanism or the world, and you begin to see how things work. And there's certain things you can affect and manipulate, and there's certain things that maybe are too big for you to affect and manipulate, but at least you're smart to be able to recognize what they are and step out of the way, if not, okay? Mm-hmm. It's can you hold the attention level of your abilities or your consciousness or your abilities to utilize them in this reality, in the sense, better your life? Okay, to improve your opportunities. Can you architect those skills to shape or manipulate or bend reality to a certain degree, okay, in your favor? And how often can you do that? That's really the just of the beginning stages of it. Okay. So I think all of those things are are very important. At the end of the day, it's it's it comes down to the same thing. Everybody is at different levels, everybody's at a different evolution level. Some people adapt much faster than others. Some intuitively have greater levels of awakening, but they just need to be unlocked and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So there's different stuff. And if, of course, you know, at the end of the day, one has to say, does the teacher know even more than what they're saying? And the answer is, hell yeah. Of course, yeah. But if I were to dump everything on you, you know, to the majority of people is what I'm saying. Sure. I, I, I don't think they're anywhere as ready to absorb. No more different than if we had this conversation 30, 40, 50 years ago. It, it, it just would not be, I mean, at that point, they're, they're more worried about, you know, crazy cults and, and faith healing and all this other crap. Mm-hmm. You know, they just, they're just not ready. But do I can offer keys? Yeah, you better believe I, I can, oh, but it's no, got to be the yeah. right person, right time, right place. Right. Um, I guess, in, can, I guess, continue. We have some, some questions. Um, in regards to simulated reality and, and kind of the things that we were touching upon. One person was asking in the sense of, you know, if we live in a matrix and, you know, we're part of the matrix, why are we so physically constrained? So why, uh, constrained? So why can't we, in a sense, do, like morph or change, you know, these 
change our physical shape or change these different physical aspects of ourself. And I don't, and, and you kind of mentioned it with Kairos more so with AI and as things develop that there, there will be a point where they can, you know, they have a structure where they can create different forms, different shapes and things like that. But I think what they're more so asking is, you know, what can, is really confining us or I guess organically within the matrix that we're, we're in. Well, Look, this gets back to the me, me, me thing, okay? Yeah. What you have to do is you have to put things into perspective. One, that as technology grows, so will we psychically grow, spiritually grow, our intellects grow, our knowledge base grows, our, our reflective of our uh, relationship to nature, okay, and mm-hmm. to reality, So what you have to understand is before we even get to that point, you have to ask yourself, what did we come from? And time is not relative to to the universe in the way that we perceive it. You Mm -hmm. could take a million years and that's nothing, okay? It's like the length of this conversation to how it may be experienced by something else in the universe, okay? Mm -hmm. Having said that, you've got to take us as organisms – becoming you know bipedal expanding our consciousness tools elements survival you know yada yada and the fact that we probably lived only a matter of years to to maybe two decades you know to three decades to the point now where we've evolved with technology and medicine and education and science that we're able to transverse the entire globe in a matter of days, which would have never been possible at all a thousand years ago or, or, or further on for the abundance of people and data and information and and the level of, of foods and spices and technology from other cultures and elements of weather and stuff that continues to the point now where we're floating above our own atmosphere, we're exploring Mars. So you have to look at the intellect of human beings Mm-hmm. Not just what we're, we're organically doing, but what our minds are able to do and adapt to. So right now, we're only at the, the point other than the, the true pioneers of, of hacking reality goes back to the shamans and spiritual masters who were consistently talking about alternate realities and other dimensions mm-hmm. and saying that they leave their mind and go somewhere else, okay? So, so what we're doing now is as a population, we're finally catching up to shamanistic level, although we're saying we're creating it through VR or we're mm-hmm. creating it through, through whatever, okay? In the end, we're, we're finally meeting that level, okay, of entering that reality. Now, look, if you go into in in AI, you know, it's just like, look at, you know, if you go online on YouTube, you look at the grandparents using VR for the first time, they're freaking out. The younger people adapt very quickly, okay? To them, it looks real. So let's say that we go into a VR, will you be able to use some aspect of your mind, okay, to make yourself into a liquid to move through some bars or something. Mm-hmm. And we right away go, yeah, we'll, we'll probably be able to do it. Already we're doing stuff where we're using the electrical waves of our brain to move objects and games and stuff, okay? Mm-hmm. If you reverse engineer this and we get to the point where we realize we are truly in a matrix, at what point do we not transcend in our, in our mind and our intellect to start manipulating our own reality? Do you follow me? I am. I, yeah, I, mean, I- can you, I guess, maybe elaborate on, on it just a little Well, I'm not sure bit. what part you're missing. Okay. But. Um, so, so in other words, if, if we are in the matrix, what's mm-hmm. true in VR mm-hmm. is true right. right now for us. And this is what we're saying. We know this, right. but they're game rules. But just like game rules... You, yeah. you have to keep evolving in the game to figure mm-hmm. out things, okay? Mm-hmm. If we are in the matrix and there's a form of game theory to reality, which there's no fucking question in my mind that there is, okay? We, we I mean, this is the thing. First, you, you got to get to the point where you accept reality as, as being a matrix. Now, that's going to be frightening and liberating at the same time. Sure. But it's only through science that's going to assist us spiritually. This is why you always continuously hear 20 years ago, even they were saying that science and spirituality will one day come point to point. Mm -hmm. We're at that threshold. Okay. So we need science to help liberate us for those of us who've always known 
None of this is fucking real. It's all an illusion. If we can say it's an illusion, why can't we say it's a matrix? If we can say it's a matrix, why can't we say that reality can be bent? Every paranormal phenomena that happens is a glitch in the matrix, period. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's just a matter of what level your intellect wants to call it. Spooky, spooky? No, it's fucking a glitch in the matrix. Okay? Either you made it happen or it happened on its own or you interacted with it. Doesn't matter. It's It's a glitch. Okay? Now, if our minds can start to build and design more and more and more real virtual realities. Our technology is still analyzing on the outside of that, which we consider outside our reality, still looking at crunching the reality and possibility that we are in a matrix. If they come to that conclusion, the laws that are applicable to some degree for the virtual realities we do is transcendable into reality. Amazing. Okay. Okay. Those who accelerated as navigators in that place will accelerate even faster here in in that. But we need the technology to to make that a truth. Part of reality is subsidized Mm -hmm. by our belief in reality. Okay. Do you understand? Yeah. And we know this through some studies. Okay, same thing goes with the you know the whole idea of of a uh, uh, placebo effect, and it goes on and on and on. There was just there's something else. There's a a uh, a thing I was I was watching. There's a numerical pattern of like if you look at words and how many times we use the word the and how many times we use and and I, and it's like this spectrograph that goes down like a like a swoop of a hill and it goes wider and wider. And how many times we use letters? This is what's crazy. There's a numerical pattern to that, and it holds true for every single language on earth. Not only that, but you can apply it to every business on earth, to every business formula on earth, to every plant life, everything. It all follows the same thing. This, again, goes back to Fibonacci circle, but this is just, and I say there's only certain amounts of computer code in reality. And we're just now beginning to figure these things out. Why are we not blown away by that or it doesn't catch on more is because the machine says, no, 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 no. We don't want you to reflect that much because once you know that, you won't cooperate. Right. Okay. So it has to take the little eraser to your consciousness. That's amazing. Um, You were just saying a second ago about our belief in reality is kind of what, what holds us here. So is it also... It's also the collective when you say us and our belief. And we reality. all collectively like Wi-Fi mm-hmm. assist in keeping every – the dough is generated in part by the collectiveness of the species. The projection of, of society, technology, and life is, is in some ways projected by the collective. If I say to you, which this started off with, with a movie affecting the collective, mm-hmm. the movie girl was who, who was the director and the writer who wrote it still was affected by other elements in the collective to, to percolate this idea out, which then transcended out into a materialized concept that we could view and experience through our sensory and that everybody else learned from. And then as a collective, as it spreads, we, we continue to progress forward, but all thinking similar, similar mm-hmm. ideas. We're all shown very similar things. This is why original thought is very hard because we all are creating elements of it. So we're not only doing it Wi-Fi wise, but we're also vocalizing it in the sense of creating and manifesting it as a painting, as a drawing, as a piece of art so that others can look at it. It's, it's like reinforced thought. And you think that with the, the virtual realities that we're developing, that it'll enhance things and, and kind of move Yeah, it's going to accelerate things dramatically. Okay. Yeah. I guess one of the things that I, get, I find kind of interesting is um, – the TVs now that are coming out, they're so real that uh, from what I'm used to that it, it almost looks fake on TV. However, at certain times of the day, the lighting, when it kind of hits a certain way, it almost looks I- identical to kind of how it's depicted on the screen. And, it, and it's when I'm aware of my, my, how my brain reacts, it almost is like I'm like it's watching TV, right. Like it's one in the same. Yeah, and this is going to happen more and more yeah. and more. But but what you have to understand is is the human brain is changing. Uh-huh. Okay, this is more studies out. We mm-hmm. know that the human brain is freaking changing, mm-hmm. and therefore it's adapting to these new forms of of our perception. It mm-hmm. has to. Okay, and it's being forced to do it at breakneck speed. Okay, which is what a lot of mental fatigue is from. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so that's not surprising to me. Sure. And it, it's, I, I think it's just part of the whole big scheme. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But if you want to, let, let's, let's take things a little bit differently. Okay. 
And this is where I think I, I want to do a class because I want to do kind of a training session walkthrough slash dreamscape for people so okay. that they can go, holy shit, fuck, okay? And I'm thinking about about doing that and, you know, making it so that everybody can – so I can just kind of broadly get it out there. You know, we just got to cover our expenses mm -hmm. to pull it off. But I want you to understand something, that, that here is the best example for you for a higher level of truth. And I've said this over and over again. It's something that you can relate to. That's the most important thing. When you dream, is there a limit to the depths of the ocean? Can you only go five feet deep? Is there, is there a limit? Is there a limit to the depths of, of the pressure of the ocean, the darkness of the ocean, the microbes in the ocean, so on and so forth? Is there a limit to how far you can go in space? Can you only go up in the sky and that's it? Can you only go in the atmosphere? Can you only go out to the moon? What is your limitation? And the answer is there is none. Mm -hmm. How do you know that? Okay. Number two, when you deal with anything that you see, the air, the wind, the smells, the taste in a dream, any of those things, are any of those things real? The answer is you're going to say, well, no, no right. but your mind generated them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, how many people can you meet in a dream or see in your dream? One, two, three, mm -hmm. five, or is it infinite? Just like space in the depth of the ocean. Infinite. Do they not all have different personalities in your opinion? Yes. Do they all not have definitive looks and images just like in real life? True. Yeah. Okay. If you were in that reality, and for the most part, it wasn't challenging what you know is real and not real, so a car flying through the air per se, just like every day, could you distinguish that from this reality? Brain, no. It, it no be, fucking way. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Okay? Is that not a virtual reality mm -hmm. being generated 100% in your opinion from your consciousness? So mm -hmm. every single person you meet is really who? Me. Every single thing you see is not part of who? Me. Do you understand? Yeah. Is there not an element of force behind everything, controlling everything? Mm -hmm. Would you not say in that world that you are, in a sense, the force, that presence, that, that if somebody says, I feel something, uh, Nick, I, I can't describe it, I can't hear it, I can't smell it, I can't see it, I can't taste it, but I know there's something else out there and their hands are like, I just don't know what it is. You yourself may not realize that you are even generating everything because you've been excluded right. from that one piece of information. So yeah. having said that, do you not think that it's not possible mm -hmm. that technologically wise, that instead of creating a virtual reality that's run from elsewhere, that the technology won't be put on your head to, to just in this minimal amount of technology to tap your brain and make you go into your own virtual reality, okay, and just exclude you for a certain amount of time, whatever you decide, mm. that you're even aware that you're generating it. Or give you the power to, to operate in that place or to design whatever you want. Can you, do you not believe it's possible to generate your own ideal dream? Whether it be a sexual world, a fantasy world, a fighting world, a medieval world, a, a world that you're not who you are but you're somebody else. Mm -hmm. uh, tell me the limit of those possibilities. Now, what if you could do that through your what you consider your conscious choice now mm -hmm. and just say, I want to go into my ideal medieval world? Mm -hmm. Well, I, f I find when you're, when you're talking about that, it, it's very um, exciting to be like, oh, I, I want to go design this. I want to do that. And, and it's like, but at the same time, in everything that we're talking about, there's really no difference between that in this reality. Um, well, we're other, trying other to create the, that the, when, when we're already doing it. In, in, in mm -hmm. a weird way, we're going back in time because we're trying to create what we already can do. Because, because what I was... It's like there... Well, that makes sense on why it would be... There would be a level of confidence of like, oh, I can do this. I can go back and I can create and I want to create this life uh, within my own generated reality. Uh, but if I were to take that and move it to, let's say, this reality here, um, the, the emotion behind it, the excitement behind it, it seems to not necessarily be the, be the same. 
Um, but it, I feel like there's no difference. So well, wait a minute, be, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I mean, there's there's different things to to consider also. But the point is is, mm-hmm. look, we could break this down forever and and fry people's brains. Okay, sure. I mean, you you have to keep in mind how many times have you had a reoccurring dream? How mm-hmm. many times have you gone somewhere in your dream and realized I've been here before in another dream? Okay, mm-hmm. how many times do you remember the details of your dream as much as an intensive and descriptive as it was when you wake up out of that dream? Mm-hmm. How do you know that you're not in one of those dreams that's continuing and that time is compressed and feels longer to you and feels like it's continuing and that each time you go into one of these other worlds, okay, that this one is eradicated from you and you consider it a dream and you forget it and you're doing that and it feels like a hundred years there and you come back to this one, vice versa. You don't Mm -hmm. fucking know that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that is something you have to get to. So part of the matrix still could be all of these elements. Right. So it just, it seems like, uh, a limit limitation of, of thought or perspective and on my part and what I was just explaining of not kind of taking it to a beyond well it's just like everybody says well there's a million places I'd rather be than than in this life and mm-hmm. I would say to you no mm-hmm. you will be des- just as disenchanted with any place once you're there long enough mm-hmm. and I will make my argument is how many places have you ever traveled to and then once you got there you fantasize about how great everything was going to be okay and all of a sudden, you know, you're there for a week or a month and you're enjoying it, but it starts to become mundane and you wish you were somewhere else, okay, or back home. Mm-hmm. It's going to be no different. I don't care if it's medieval, spacecraft, whatever the hell it is. There's a limit to where we just kind of get to point where we think it's, it's playing over and over and over again. Just like our disenchantment with life. <laughs> so I, I guess in, a, in another perspective of comparing the the ability to kind of construct go within our, our own mind to construct these realities is, is the, the confidence and I think that's maybe what I was trying to hone in on is that um, the the feels like behind it can be I guess generated in, in this reality or I guess in, in all the realities and to me as I'm, I'm realizing and reflecting on it it's like it, it kind of gives you a sense of belief and power that you you in my, in my ability, like the skills or the things that I've developed with your, with your teachings mm-hmm. that I can maybe, as you put, like help the, I guess, serve the force better, help pull the strings or affect and direct my own life better. Um, and it's just interesting as I'm reflecting and kind of feeling it is my, my own belief system, you know, I guess in, in the, uh, not necessarily realizing it as much until you kind of explained it the way that you did. So. Let me let me explain something to to you in a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, I'll do I'll I'll explain two different ways. One, when Africans were made into slaves and brought over to various countries and stuff, they weren't allowed to develop any fighting skills. And I forget the name of it, but there was a dance they cr- yes yeah. they created, but it was also a way for them to develop their fighting skills and mm-hmm. stuff. So they did it in front of everybody observing it, and mm-hmm. some people thought it was unusual or odd or what it's peculiar, but at the same token, they realized what they were doing. What I'm suggesting is this. Everything that you're learning from me, mm-hmm. okay, as I said to you before, when one comes into this life, you you come in, in a sense, not knowing anything. When I came in, I had to fly below the radar so that the amount of knowledge I had wasn't detected what I consider on the other side or in this place or in this mm-hmm. other virtual reality. See, so much interference. Crazy. Okay. So in, in essence... What you guys are learning, okay, or you're doing, Mm -hmm. you're learning at some point, there's going to come a point where you're going to take everything you've learned, all the little things you've been practicing, all the skills you've been working, all of your understanding, okay? And at some point, you're going to say, or I'm going to say, it's time for you to step back and go to the cave. Go, Mm -hmm. go step into a room and don't come out of your room for a week, okay? Mm -hmm. And you're going to go into your mind. And this is the time now you're going to put to practice everything you've learned, okay? Okay? Deciding when that time is or telling me when that time is is rubbish because I'm going to tell you move along, Mm -hmm. okay? The point is, is the time does come. The question is, is, is every spiritual person has attempted or tried to do this and some have succeeded, but most have failed, okay? So the question is, I feel that I'm very cutting edge. I'm very new. I'm approaching this dramatically differently. 
-hmm. okay? And I believe that that time will eventually come. And this is what you guys are doing. You're, you're learning about the terrain that you must travel. You're learning how it operates. You're learning how it functions. You're learning to decipher higher levels of truth rather than the illusion that may be presented in front of you. Instead of accepting that as a truth, you're learning to walk through it. Okay? Mm -hmm. You're learning to listen to a higher instinct rather than the lower general instinct that you thought was you. Okay? It is through all of that form of knowledge and through all of those trainings and teachings and experiences and, and reflecting on what I'm saying, okay, that prepares you ultimately for one day to transcend. That's the whole point of it. I have something I want to follow up on with that, and I think it's very important. So understanding everything that I've just said, this is, this is another view of the big picture. This is, this is how one should look at it. Mm -hmm. But just like the rat maze and the guidelines, you have to realize, and this is why I always say fear is the mind killer. Fear is the mind killer. What you have proposed psychologically to you defines the decision-making or contributes greatly to it overriding your instinct. Do you follow me? Your mm -hmm. instinct may say, I want to do this, this, or this, but your fear Logic is saying, nah, but this and that, but this could happen, that could happen. And this is what holds us in the dough. This is what prevents us from escalating to a higher kind. If I, if I leave here and go there, if I do this, if I do that, there's this suggested fear that that comes. It's, it can come from other people, it can come from the internet, it can come from other people's opinions. It's their fears being presented as truths to other people. Mm -hmm. It's no different than what I say with me. Follow your instinct if you want to learn from me. If you, let the fear and the fear mongers and the, the people creating the fear, they're creating obstacles. They are killing you and you're accepting that. Conquer your fear. Follow your instinct. Okay. All of these things are designed to slow things down. When, when, I, I, when things happen in your life, you have to ask yourself, what was I doing in my life? What was going on and why all of a sudden did these obstacles appear or these wonderful things appear and then fade after I've lost interest in the other thing I was working on. I think that, that the collective hive is constantly working and marginalizing any sources that truly can escalate someone to, to an escape level or moving to a higher place. It's made to either stall you so you run out of time and age, mm -hmm. okay, or it simply diverts you and it gives you other things to occupy yourself with. And if you can't do those two things, it certainly uses fear and concepts and, and conceptions of what you may perceive or what other people perceive and paint pictures in your head. And then that, that's what you draw on. And then you're afraid. You're, you're like a deer in the headlights. You cannot progress. It, it, in a way, is necessary to sort out how many people can attain a higher level. And it's really the strongest ones that actually are able to move past. You've got to conquer your fears. You have to. So there are definitely moments when you, I feel like for, for me, and I would think it's uh, the same for other people, is that you notice when your, let's say your instinct, your navigator saying do this, but then your, your let's say fear, your brain is saying, oh, no, let's, let's go this other direction. But it seems like intuitively, it's like, I know I should follow the, the navigator, the intuition, but it, it, then it almost seems like as I make that choice to go follow it, the, the brain or the fear, it's like it, it starts getting heavier and heavier and heavier. I would say this. It's true. Mm -hmm. Okay. But that's, that is part of the control that you're trying to develop. Sure. Because I would say to you, which one do you want more? There's a part of you screaming for what it is you want to pursue spiritually, let's say. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then there's this other voice, but it, the other voice always seems to win out in the end. It's very right. rare that you actually can perceive what you want. And it's designed to do that. But this is why I say change your tactics. Mm -hmm. Start off with small steps. Mm -hmm. Small steps meaning put your foot in the pool, don't jump in the pool, okay? If, if you want to know, it's, this is why I say to people, if you're out there and you're studying my material, I don't give a shit what you've read about me, heard about me, whatever. It's complete rubbish, okay? There's two sides to every story. Get past all that. You already know what you want, okay? Mm -hmm. You either want to reach out to me or you don't. That's the small step. Present yourself. I'll respond or I won't respond. It doesn't matter. You are now inch by inch pushing against that. Either you're going to have a big 
retraction or you're going to either open up a communication and it's there. So make judgments based on that. Progress forward. Don't just let your fear completely conquer you and enable you. Time is ticking. Time is ticking. Time is ticking. People think they got forever. You don't have forever. You don't. And so you you have to make those small steps. You Nick, come on. All bad, good, and everything. You're just like everybody else out there, okay? Mm-hmm. You conquered your fear to come out and meet me, and you actually met me. You now have gone from a person that I've been teaching versus material you bought listening, and you yeah. stayed in the, the background for a long time, unknown, unheard, mm-hmm. stepped forward, went through a lot of shit with family and everything in here. Do you not feel mentally like stable and check? Is your family not happy who you just visit and you visit regularly and attend a mm-hmm. web? Do you have a pretty much a fairly normal life? Yeah. Are you absolutely glad that you made this decision? Absolutely. Do you see what I'm saying? It's it's this is this is the point is that you you did conquer yeah. that fear and it paid off in spades. Look at where you're sitting. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. No. Yeah. So you have to look at the successes also to empower you mm-hmm. in those directions. Mm-hmm. But there had to be fear. There had to be all sorts of stuff that you had to get past, okay, and other obstacles from family and their fears and everything yeah. to get to where you are. Yeah. No, it definitely hasn't been easy, but it's been for sure worth it. That's, but, and I think there's a lot of people who would, who would agree with that. But yeah. the point is, is that you do have to look at the success. If you're listening to my material, <laughs> 10 to 1, you, you're either doing it in, 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 the, in the closet carefully closet, yeah. or, or somewhere so the rest of the family don't hear, which is very typical yeah. because no one, unless you're a white self, really gets this, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. But so I would say that is a step because at least yeah. you're, you're feeding your soul yeah. The one thing that that alone is able to feed it versus all this other stuff that you certainly probably have tried. Yeah. The question is: Is are you going to keep staying locked up in a space? Or are you going to make steps mm-hmm. to progress yourself forward? And once you can get to a point where you're actually talking to someone like me or to the staff or something, that ex- expands things exponentially because yeah. all these fears are finally able to be addressed. And you're like, yeah. you know, it's like, no, silly, look at this or look at. Do you see? There's a difference there, you know. Yeah. And they're like, holy shit, I didn't know this. I didn't know that. And then you know, reality sinks in. Mm-hmm. I would say in sharing my perspective as one of the staff who's now, you know, talked to hundreds, if not thousands of people at this point, I'm able to now witness myself the change in other people's lives just from like little things from somebody like talking on the phone, giving some information and calling back. Like, I think whatever you said saved my marriage or yes, yes. um, Like, Oh, I just did this with my job. And now like, I feel so much better. I feel like it, it, it's really a blessing to, to be able to, yeah, to witness yeah, that. But yes. I'm also sharing it in the sense of to support in the sense of reach out and listen, and share, I, I, know. I get tons of positive feedback yeah. all the time. I get mm-hmm. 1% negative from the haters <laughs> and trolls and whatever. Okay. Yeah. And I get 99% positive. I get people tell me all the time. I saved their life. I changed their life. I saved their marriage. I saved this and that their whole career got better. Blah, 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 blah. I feel good about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And had those people, the vast majority, not stepped forward, mm-hmm. okay, they would not probably have attained that, you know, or, or it's, it's, mean, it's, it's who knows. Right. And so, um, you know, that's, that's all part of that. But I really just want to always kind of get back at the point of the people who are out there that are not letting themselves be known. I mean, I don't know if people even know that there's a whole board that we have of, of members that exchange information or not. I don't, I don't know if that's out there, but we keep it gated in a sense because you get all these religious fanatics. So we have to be a little careful, but once you're there, we certainly protect people's identities and information and everything else, but it's a great place to be able to find like-minded people. It's the Mm -hmm. first step. You know, we do have events. We do have now a property where we'll start having people coming out and stuff. Mm -hmm. So the, the point is, is that, you know, there is a whole nother world out there to extend to this one, Yeah, but it is what it is. Yeah. So, I mean, step out, yeah. step by step. I mean, in, in also kind of looking at things for, what do you say for people, let's say, who've, and I guess I'm speaking on behalf of my own experiences, like, I look back and sometimes it's hard to even fathom how much, like, things have, have changed or what had to happen to make the change to get to here. 
Um, but you're saying moving through and, and uh, conquering your fears, but it also seems like, well, I still feel like I have fears. Or I still feel like I have this. So it's like, it, it's, um, Look, I guess just taking the time. That's, that's know. being part of being human. Yeah. It's a young man becoming older and wiser. Mm-hmm. And that would be the same for a woman. Mm-hmm. And the, the point is, is that the first thing you, you, you come to at a certain point in your life is that you realize you will always have fears. You will always feel that you're not maybe not always good enough, not always smart enough, not always skilled enough, not always achieved enough, not always done enough. That's going to be a part of life. Mm-hmm. What the mistake would be is not looking back and and nourishing yourself off of the successes and the steps and the battles that you have had to get to where you are. Do you follow me? Yeah. And ironically, you will find that the vast majority of, of good things that are in your life now have come from the battles of stuff that you may have not wanted to deal with or didn't want to have to contend with. Mm-hmm. But you mustered through it and you got through it and then it, it resolved itself. So it is through strife often that we find our successes. If you don't reflect on that growth enough, then you're not firming up your foundation. You're not firming up your strength. You're not, you're not seeing the successes to encourage you to go forward. It's like encouraging like you're strong, you're smart, you're this and that. You need to hear that as a person, mm-hmm. okay? Because there's truths. But if you never hear that, if you never get that reinforcement and you only get the negatives, you're really your own worst enemy. Okay. If you can accept the fact that you're going to feel this way to a certain degree, that's the first antidote Mm -hmm. to not letting it suppress you or suffocate you. That that is the the first sign of really having the strength to progress forward. Okay. And knowing that that's a normal thing, but it's easily overcomable as long as you can perceive it as just that, not something so big, so vast that it suffocates you. You empower the problem. Okay. And I really liked what you said a minute ago about um, asking yourself internally, you know, what it is, what is it that you really want? Or there's a knowing of what it is that you, what you really want. And I think part of my question, and I don't know if there's, you know, something that you wanted to elaborate on in the sense of um, using an example, you could write out your successes, but it doesn't seem to like imbue or doesn't seem to like hold in you as much. How can you really feed your soul and uh, I guess reflect on these successes so that it really kind of fuels you. It gives you, you know, listen, I think the greatest reward in life is to teach. I think if you look at parents and they say the greatest reward in their life was having children. Now, not all parents ironically (laughs) say that. Okay. But the vast majority do. Why? It's because you taught another living being to become whoever they were and you handed down the wisdom and knowledge you had. But the part that you don't really hear is you get to see a lot of your own growth while you're observing other people go through it. And that's Mm. how you have the wisdom to help them. But it's what makes you stronger. Mm. I think that teaching makes me stronger. Teaching makes me better because it's relating to people and feeling. And I felt at one time, just like you do, mm-hmm. okay, that having that presented to me, I have to go by my own experiences and reflect on that and find a way if I can relate to that person and what the results were or the best results I eventually found cutting down the drama that they may have to go through. Whether mm. they take that wisdom or advice is is unknown, but mm. I'm perpetually living in time, improving myself by every single person I teach. Just in using the example and, and, and thinking, uh, I really felt the it kind of sink uh, just a second ago when I was reflecting on the, the phone call that I mentioned about the guy and his marriage and things like that. Like yeah. that seemed to like, you know, it was like taking in a deep, deep breath and I feel that that energy kind of and my my answer is 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 by what means did you advise him correctly i guess in what direction are you referring you 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 helped a person you gave them information you gave them advice from where did you gain that insight i gained the insight from your teachings but but that's (laughs) something you earned Sure. But that's something you you tuck on and you willfully studied. You yeah. you worked on trying to understand, yeah. and that became a better quality in you that yeah. you were able to share with somebody else. Yeah, that's teaching. That's knowledge. Yeah. That's self growth. I think that yeah. every person who 
learns this knowledge at some point must teach. I think mm-hmm. it, it's in us. Yeah. And I also think that the universe rewards those who give. Mm-hmm. And I, I say this over and over that a, a tree gives fruit to wild animals. So the animals are nourished and have strength mm-hmm. and they poop the seeds with, with, you know, fertilized poo and they do it somewhere off in the woods where there's no other trees creating a canopy of shade so that the sapling can grow. It won't grow if the tree just drops the fruit underneath it. It needs mm-hmm. to entice. So this is nature working with other life in an exchange system to create a third. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think it's the same way. I think that when you dedicate yourself to learning knowledge, okay, and then you go and you you teach that knowledge, I think the universe then says, here's even more knowledge. Here's even more ability. Here's even more insight. Here's even more skill. Mm -hmm. And therefore it escalates you. And and I can't tell you how many times I have reached deeper in myself to find an answer posed to me by questions that I have to figure out how do I want to address this. So it, it is something that's incredibly rewarding. But the thing is, is to know when you're ready to teach. I always yeah. taught. I always try to teach other people because I always was kind of way ahead. But mm-hmm. I knew that I would never really be able to teach on the level of higher balance until I was in my late 30s. And that's exactly yeah. when, you know, it wasn't planned that that's when HBI really started to be found. I also knew that I would hear a big wall. I also knew that like all great teachers, something catastrophic would have to happen to dampen the teachings or destroy people into other directions, that this is inevitable. You look at all, all religious, you know, masters or teachers go through the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so in the end, you know, it, it is what it is. But I think that you have to learn a certain amount and dedicate yourself and don't let the ego cut you off too fast. Develop yourself. You can't help anybody else until you yourself evolve. This is what I would say is that often white cells end up helping and advising so many people that it becomes daunting and draining emotionally and psychologically. And what happens is they don't end up progressing in their own life Mm -hmm. because they're always having other people come to them and they're always willing to try to help other people. We're givers by nature. We're very loving. But I try to say to people, be selfish. Stop helping other people. You can only truly help someone when you've really evolved yourself. Then go back and help everyone instead of a few people. You have to evolve yourself. You have to learn the right knowledge, the right skills. You have to develop correctly or you're just being stalled in your own progression. And this is all part of the game and that's why it happens. So is it more of a internal feeling that one needs to recognize when they're ready or how would how would one recognize when they're ready to even just teach it on let's say well there's this is a duality if i say then people try to look for that to happen or make it happen so they get recognition this is ego okay but the truth is it kind of just falls in your lap the the universe simply does just like the fruit tree yeah i mean it it simply presents itself when that time is is right and you know there's two ways of looking at that maybe it didn't present itself Maybe you were simply ready and were able to see what other people are walking past. Mm. Uh, uh, This is what I say about great art. Until your intellect is ready to appreciate that piece of art, thousands of people can go past it and not even give it much of a look. But one person can stop and look at that and they can feel everything the poet or the writer or artists created in that image and they begin to weep or laugh or feel waves of joy. They, mm-hmm. they can decode what was put there by that intellect. Same goes for pieces of music or, or poetry or whatever. You have to have the ability to decipher what is being presented, okay? So it's only hogwash until you can actually intellectually wrap your head around it. Not in every case, but in yeah. many cases. Yeah. But it's the same thing, that, that knowledge may be presented to you and you're not ready for it. How many people, you know, oh, I bought HBI, you know, stuff, and I put it in the closet or it's been sitting in a box or anything. I'm like, well, thank God you didn't throw it out, you know. Right. And then three years later, they're like, hey, I decided one day to listen to it and holy shit, my head blew, you know. Yeah. And I was, oh my God, but I listened to it before and I just put it away. Mm-hmm. There, there, it's the right moment, you know. Right. And that's really what it comes down to. And then they're like, it changed my life. Yeah. It does happen. I mean, they, they definitely call in. Um, okay. So you can't control, can't control it. You can't control that outcome like that, that teaching moment. No, you, you've, you've got to, first of all, 
refine yourself with the teaching and knowledge, dedicate yourself, evolve, learn. Mm -hmm. And then as you're evolving and learning, you're going to attract people who you can teach. Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with that. Mm -hmm. And teach those people. In the meantime, continue your own education. Mm -hmm. Okay. But don't suppress somebody if they're starting to bypass you and don't feel threatened by that. Everybody is a different evolved in their own way. Do mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? And then after you get to a certain point, you you will start teaching and you will start kind of doing and knowing what you need to do. It has its own progression, just like everything yeah. in nature. Right. Now, if you want to talk about fighting Sith or or you know, <laughs> doing this is there's a truth to that too. Yeah, you get what I'm so saying? But that's not everybody's that. path necessarily. But right. but there's a truth to this. Right. But okay. that's a whole conversation in yeah. itself on a whole nother level and, you, and you've i mean you've touched upon like the different kind of evolutions of different white cells and what yes. what they'll you know could become i think different white cells are just as much a variety as people or yeah. or species of fish or whatever that that you really have people really designed for very specific things that they they just that is what i know i am yeah and that's my job is to universally be the best teacher to teach them that. Mm-hmm. But if you don't present yourself, I, I can't help you. You can, only, t- you can only, only get so far. I can right. say, look, look, you're, you're, you're making all the wrong decisions. This is the material you need to listen to. This is what you need right. to do. Right. Uh, I mean, even, I guess with that being said, you know, because I talk to a lot of people who do one-on-ones and I've done one-on-ones myself yeah. um, or personal training, it, you yeah. know, everybody walks out like just you know, they jump several notches or they're, they're just mind blowing. Well, look, this is, this is like, you know, you have to understand is you can, you can write a book or teach something, but in your mind, you're teaching the majority of people Mm -hmm. it. But when you can deal with somebody one-on-one or in a small group, you can, can home in on that person, what they specifically need to hear to have that revelation in their mind and breakneck speed, one word after another, you say, mm-hmm. and they're just like, holy moly, because yeah. you, you can dial in on them. So there, there is advantages, but what are, you, mm-hmm. what are you supposed to do? This is like saying, you know, if you go to, to school, what's better than a public school? They'll always say private school. Why? Because it's smaller classes, more personalized. What's better than a, 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 a private school is to go to a school or a place where you have a personal tutor or a trainer who's teaching two or three of you. What's even better than that? One-on-one teaching from, from you know, a professor or somebody who's, who's teaching you personally. Whenever. Sure, you're going to skyrocket. Look mm-hmm. at people who are home taught by a parent who's really kind of smart and knowledgeable. Look at how well that person does. So there's a huge advantage learning directly, but mm-hmm. it's not necessarily practical. Right. I got gotcha. you. I guess, is there anything else you wanted to touch upon in the sense of... Yeah, the uh, same thing I always make. If you're hiding in the shadows, you're a fool. <laughs> you, you, you are only slowing, if not preventing your own growth, your own awakening, your own opportunities. Mm-hmm. If you send me a, a Facebook, which is usually the easiest way or something, and present yourself, just because I don't respond doesn't mean I, I get every single one. Mm-hmm. But I can't respond to everybody. But at least you made the first step. Now, you know, introduce yourself in an event or, 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 or do whatever. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Don't take that as, as an area. Some people I respond to because it's the timing. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like, oh, it's a boring day and ain't nothing happening. Right. I'm sure I'll <laughs> chat with this person. And I do that. Yeah. But I can't, you know, I don't want somebody to be discouraged because I don't necessarily respond. I guarantee you I read mm-hmm. your message. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guarantee it. Yeah. I mean, we have the help at Higher Balance where we read each and every single, you know, message that comes in. So... You know, yeah, well, nobody I mean, wants to talk to well, you guys. To me, but, <laughs> but I'm connected to you, so it doesn't mean I even hear about any of those. You know, so I don't know. We'll just, yeah. yeah. We're, I mean, we're we're there for people, you know. And I, I think, think we give some of the best yeah. support, and we don't charge for it. We no. do our best. Yeah. Of course, we want you to buy material to support what we do. But mm-hmm. at the same token, you know, as long as you've tried to buy something, no matter how big or how small, I think it's only right that we try to address whatever those questions are pertaining to whatever you're trying to do that you, you got from us. Yeah. A lot of people ask us, where's the best place to start with our courses and material? The fundamental backbone of everything in our catalog is the foundation meditation system. This is a unique meditation technique geared to the purpose of absorbing prana, stimulating key regions of the body that enhance sensory development, and allow one to tap into a source of unbridled spiritual energy. Foundation meditation can be learned in our book, Meditation Within Eternity, 
or you can visit our website, foundationmeditation.com, to acquire the audio course. Again, that's foundationmeditation.com. Each of Eric's books comes with a secure readers-only section online that contains a treasure trove of complimentary free training material. When you add up all the free training you get with each book, you have a combined total value of over $1,000 in additional content. This includes classes, guided meditation exercises, and more. Digital and physical copies are available at higherbalancebooks.com. Order the set on discount now, and we'll also send you a free guru deck in the mail for physical orders. Again, that's higherbalancebooks.com. Go there now, order your set, and join the growing movement of spiritual adepts. Follow us on Instagram at Higher Balance Institute, all one word. If you like this podcast, please subscribe on iTunes and leave a positive review so you can help others like yourself find this knowledge. If you'd like to support this podcast, please visit our online store at higherbalance.com. Meditation. It's more than just relaxation. There are different kinds of meditation, just like there are different tools to do a job. Finding the right kind of meditation will decide whether you awaken or whether you just simply drift. Energy. More than just a thought but of movement that you can literally feel through your body. Visions, more than a faded idea within your consciousness, but rather a vivid reality so clear it'll make you question reality itself. Meditation, if used properly, will show you how to move the currents of your mind to a better life, a more prosperous life, consciousness expanding, memory improvement, inner balance, higher balance. Most of all, discover who and what you are and what you can do. Join us at Higher Balance Institute. We'll help change your world. Thank you for listening to Rebel Guru Radio.